Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com What do we got in there? How to suppress the gag reflex. Okay. Or how to fix a zipper. Separated zipper. No, stuck zipper. I could have done that one too. That that existed. WD-40. Yeah. <laughs> Short article. No, it's not. Because you know they have to talk about 15 different ways of doing it. WD-40. Involved in all of them. Probably. Three in one oil, maybe. Butter. So, what do you want to do? Suppress your gag reflex? Fix a zipper? Or play Dungeons & Dragons? I thought we already did that one. No, you didn't do that one because you said it was going to be a whole episode on its own. I swear we did that one. Alright, let's, let's do the gag one. everybody, it's time for another Achieving Reality of the Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of saying it. You know we're coming in. We're at almost 500 episodes. It's getting close, man. Getting close. Yeah. Alright, so this week we're talking about how to uh, get rid of your gag reflex so you can take that dick all the way down your throat. Uh, we're talking about magic mouthwash and uh, Korean corn dogs. That are really pretty good. I still have some of them. So, yeah. All right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Time to learn something interesting. What happens when I unplug this hard drive? Nothing. Oh, uh, my files! Yeah, well, they're still there. Oh, they'll be here. No, they're here, too. That's just copies. Oh. We're going to learn... Plug another one in, then. Yeah, we're going to learn how to suppress... <laughs> one plug a different one in. How to suppress the gag reflex. Oh, this will be helpful for that hot dog review you're going to do. Oh, yum. Did you even taste it? No. You'd be like that little Asian guy who does the hot dog eating contest. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to hurt himself. I'm kind of hoping. <laughs> Whether it hits when you're trying to brush the back, your back molars or when the dentist is checking for cavities, the gag reflex can turn dental hygiene into an unpleasant situation. This is why people are coming to this article. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Cyberspace shares many different ideas on how to suppress this reflex. And different examples. Mm-hmm. But there are several that stand out above the rest. Use immediate remedies such as numbing your palate or stimulating your taste buds to bring the gagging to a halt. 
Over time, you can use your toothbrush to desensitize your gag reflex or practice refocusing techniques to help it subside quickly. Exactly how are they suggesting you stimulate your taste buds to prevent a gag reflex? I don't know. Why don't you wait and listen? I'm going to get to it at some point. Because I'm hoping this will get over quickly. Method one, using immediate remedies. One, squeeze your thumb. Close your left thumb in your hand and make a fist. Position your thumb under your fingers. Squeeze tightly without causing yourself too much pain. This trick puts pressure on a point in your palm that controls the gag reflex. Put a little salt tablet on your tongue. Moisten the tip of your finger. Dip it into some salt. Why did they say oh table salt? Hey, put a little table salt on your tongue. <laughs> dip your finger in. Uh, uh, lick your finger. Dip it into the table salt. Touch the salt to your tongue. Salt <laughs> activates the taste buds. There you go. On the front of your tongue and sets off a chain reaction that temporarily suppresses your gag reflex. Weird. Another way to do this is to put a teaspoon of salt in a glass of water and rinse your mouth. Don't forget to spit. If you're going to spit, you don't need to go through this whole gag reflex thing. Three, numb your soft palate. When an, ob hey. <laughs> when an object touches the soft palate, it can trigger the gag reflex. Use an over-the-counter throat numbing spray like chloroseptic to desensitize your soft Mary palate. Mary apparently sits three seconds away from me. <laughs> Alternately... You could gently apply a topical OTC analgesic with ointment, benzo <laughs> ointment. with benzocaine using a quatin, a quatin swab. Quatin swab? Quatin swab. The effect should last for about an hour and your palate will be less reactive. And you'll feel really weird. Two, desensitizing the gag reflex. Find out where your gag reflex starts. You can do this by using your toothbrush to brush your tongue. Point nearest to the front of your tongue that makes you gag is where you should concentrate. Don't stick your fingers in your mouth. You might vomit. It, it literally says that. Yeah, that's the point of doing it. Two, brush your tongue right where your gag begins. Yes, you'll gag, and it'll be unpleasant, but it won't last long. Spend about 10 seconds brushing that area and gagging. Then call it a night. I'm done. Three, increase the brushing area. Once you can touch your toothbrush... To the original starting point without gagging, it's time to move the toothbrush further back. Try brush brushing one quarter to a half inch behind where the gag used to begin. Repeat the process as you did in the first post or spot. Move the brush further back. Doing this each time makes the make you make progress. Desensitizing small areas in front. Keep moving it further back until you've reached the furthest visible point of your tongue. You make progress. Eventually, the toothbrush will come in contact with your soft palate and your puke. Ugh! Adult dentistry. <laughs> Desensitize every day. Be, pers be persistent. Be persistent. <laughs> this process takes Words about... Words are hard. <laughs> I speak good. This process takes about a month to complete. Afterward, you should be able to have a doctor swab the back of your throat without gagging. You might have to repeat the process from time to time as your reflex might return if you don't. Good way to keep yourself desensitized is to brush your tongue regularly. Not only will it help quell, quell the gag reflex, it'll also give you a fresher breath. Three, redirecting your focus. Practice some form of meditation. Hum. Humming keeps you. I got his name. Humming keeps you breathing, which is essential for relaxation. It also is it's essential for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's also <laughs> difficult to gag and hum at the same time. 
<laughs> Raise one leg slightly. Do this while you're sitting or lying in the dentist chair. Concentrate Do it on... while you're standing on the street corner. <laughs> Concentrate on keeping your leg raised. Switch legs if the first leg gets tired. This trick will distract you from the work going on in your mouth and near your soft palate. He's actually wearing an iPod in this next picture. Hey. Listen to music. Ask your dentist. Have something to hum along with. Ask your dentist if you can play your MP3 player during your cleaning or filling. You can try. Playing songs that make your mind wander or interesting podcasts like this one that demand your full attention. Either way, you'll be too busy focusing on audio to notice what the dentist is doing. You know you can't drown out the sound of dentistry, right? Well, if he's just, you know, picking and, and, and cleaning, you're just trying to get rid of the gag reflex. You're not trying to stop him from, you know, hearing him. And the smelling is, the smoke and the thing is that whatever he's doing here is the vibrations are going straight into your skull. It's not well, yeah. Tips don't eat right before the activity that tends to trigger their gag reflex. This will minimize the chances of puking. Practice eating foods that make you gag. If you still gag, avoid the food. Then don't eat the foods that make you gag. That's what they're saying. That's literally what they just said, Larry. When disengaging the gag reflex with a toothbrush, don't start too far back. <laughs> You sound like a tool, like you uh, snap on tool. I'm disengaging my gag reflex. Hold on. Let me get you an Allen key. It's possible to desensitize a rear point on your tongue without first treating a spot towards the front. This isn't what you're trying to achieve. Remember that the gag <laughs> reflex is your body's way of protecting you from choking. Avoid trying to prefer. Avoid trying to permanently desensitize your soft palate. Excessive gagging could be a sign of a more serious condition like gastroesophageal reflux disease, or GERD. GERD. Which has to do with your... I'm a GERD. Which has to do with your stomach and acid levels in it. See your doctor if you also experience acid reflux or burning sour stomach. Yeah, because that sucks. Ooh, how to make magic mouthwash. Magic mouthwash? Yeah. Have something meal. How to stop belching? Oh, you're looking at other articles. Yeah. I thought this was part of the same article. Oh, no, no, no. All <laughs> right, so there you go. That's how to suck a deep dick. No, this is all about dentistry. Sure. That's what they said. Yeah. It's all about dentistry. That's what they were saying. Yep, that's it. How to apply aura gel, but it's a picture of a dude's ass. Is he going all the way up? He's <laughs> taking the long way through. <laughs> well, that's for getting those hard-to-reach back areas. <laughs> those really far back molars. Mm. All right, so cue, I don't know, 70s porn music again. There for us. I got some new things that I saw on Emmy Makes from Korea, and they are Korean. Korean <laughs> hot dogs with air quotes. Hot dogs with air quotes. So I have two here, two different kinds, uh, but they're basically kind of the same thing. They look like corn dogs. One looks like it had a bunch of French fries. 
cut up and, and stuck on it, as you can see. And the other one looks like your typical corn dog, maybe done with panko. We have something we can. I do. We can tell them what it actually is. Yes, the first one. Should we like them and want to recommend them? The first one, can't pronounce the name of it because I don't read Korean. K-Chef. But it's K-Chef food. Lottie. Lot. At the um, moon pies we had. Lot. L-O-T-T-E. Yes. And it is a mozzarella cheese and potato hot dog. Ingredients are. Ooh. take What? Look on the front. Fish sausage. Yes. Potato, fish meat paste. Cheese on fish? Bream, oh my God, they're going to lose Top Chef. Bream fish, sugar, desorbital, sodium phosphate, palm oil, wheat flour, sugar, soybean protein, yeah, soybean protein extract, mozzarella cheese, wheat flour, more sugar, modified food starch, tapioca starch, glutinous rice flour, Mixed milk powder, skim milk whey whey powder, shortening palm oil, the copper egg white, more sugar, and water. Contains for all of you with allergies, wheat milk, egg, and fish. Another thing on the front it says best before year month date. Yeah, but then it does have a year month date on it right in the center, which is interesting. Uh, funny enough, your birthday next year. Mm. So I had to do this before my next birthday. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so this is the one that looks like it has French fries on it, and then the let's, other. Let's go ahead and oh, do that, okay. and then we'll. All right. Do a, the so same this one was done just in the microwave. Oh, microwave. You can do both. Okay. You can do it in the microwave or the air fryer. What? This has melted mozzarella inside of it. Yes. Could be dangerous. Well, I've, it's it's been sitting for about two minutes, so maybe it won't be, you know, hot pocket style. If you're screaming, all the cops. I'm having a problem. Got a hell of a cheese pull there. <laughs> it's not bad actually. I mean, the fries taste like they were done in the microwave, but yeah. What do you expect? They were done in the microwave. Well. Not really as fishy as sausage as I was expecting. Mm-mm. Usually fish stuff from Asia has got some fish to it, you know? I mean, it, it definitely has, to me, a little bit of a fish aftertaste. But just a little bit. But yeah, just very light. Find those chips and stuff we buy. No, yeah, no, no. Where you open the bag, you're like, woo, fish. <laughs> I actually kind of like it. Not bad. A little blend. Yeah. Could use like some salt stuff or... Fajine. Maybe a dipping... Ketchup or something. If I was going to do that, I don't know if I would use actual ketchup, though. I well, might. you know, you'd probably want something a little more ethnically correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have oyster sauce in there. But I'm not up on my Korean sauces, so. Yeah, no, I'm not either. I couldn't tell you which one to get, but. So, that is the. Well, and, I, I really like it. The only problem I see with it is there's only four in this bag. And the thing I, I am kind of surprised about is that these bits of potato are not like clunking off onto the plate there no they're on they're pretty good and you can't even taste the glue so so now the other one also has mozzarella cheese in it hence the name it's pulmuoni pulmon p-u-l-m-u-o-n-e yeah pulmonary it is a mozzarella and fish cake corn dog 
There's a nice picture of it on the back. All it's a nice diagram. It's exploded view. And apparently, these are very popular in schools in the Republic of Korea. <laughs> this is what lunch ladies make. Yeah, it might be. Ingredients. Mm-hmm. Wheat flour. Wheat flour. Water. Cheese. Mozzarella cheese. Milk cheese. Culture. Oh, milk. Cheese culture. Salt. Enzyme. That is one thing. It was very sweet. That other one with all yeah. that sugar in it. You could definitely taste how mm-hmm. sweet it was. Which might have cut down on that fishiness, too. Salt, enzyme, calcium chloride, modified cornstarch. What's that? Just one enzyme? Yep. Modified cornstarch, clay powder, salt, trisodium citrate, sodium tripolyphosphate, debasic potassium phosphate, threadfin bream paste, so there's delicious. so there's more big bream in this sugar, <laughs> soybean oil, which has soybean oil, tocopherols, modified tapioca starch contains two percent or less of corn oil, wheat starch, glucono delta lastone. Isn't that the planet Thanos is from? No, that's right next to it. Though. All right. Salt, sodium bicarbonate, potato powder, egg white powder, seasoning mix. Which is sugar, salt, maltodextrin, onion powder, garlic powder, cornstarch, yeast extract, soy sauce, defatted soybeans, water, disodium guanolanophonolate, disodium insonate, dexatrin. Uh, oh, I take that for hay fever. <laughs> Dexalose, black pepper, olaricin, so pepper, garlic essential oil, onion essential oil, nutmeg essential oil, <laughs> soybean protein, skim milk powder, garlic powder, maltodextrin, garlic, garlic essential oil. So it's not only food, it's aromatherapy. Apparently. Hay powder, pepper seasoning, dextrose, cornstarch, pepper black pepper, seasoning? and maltodextrin. What is pepper seasoning? Because it, it said black pepper afterwards. It's like, what is pepper seasoning? I don't know. Brown rice powder, Sodium tripolyphosphate, yeast, lactose, dextrose, ginger powder, no Marianne powder, sorry, and cornstarch, wheat, soybeans, fish, a busy milk, list. and eggs. That's a lot of ingredients. That's a lot of ingredients. And I think it's the cheese, they have to list everything, the breading, they have to list everything, and what's in the actual fish sausage, they have to list everything. Everything the fish ate. Everything the fish ate. So now this was done a, few, a couple of minutes in the air fryer after the microwave. To give it a little bit of a crunch. Okay, so you did it in the microwave first and then put it in the air fryer. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to burn ourselves. Nah. Oh! No. I think I'm going to do the other one in the air fryer too, because you can. Mm-hmm. The uh, french fry one. It'd probably help with the french fries. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll have to see about getting the stick out of it first, because it wouldn't sit right in the fry. Shove it further in. I don't know if I've gotten to the, the sausage yet or just... The big block of cheese on the top there. That yeah, was a big mouthful of cheese there. Yeah. Well, the whole first two thirds of this thing is just cheese. No, well, I mean people order mozzarella sticks, so. Oh no, I'm just saying. I would expected it to the sausage to at least be to the end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, you would have thought. But this is like banana sausage size. It's, it's not pretty, bad either, though. It's not big, very big around either. No. If you like mozzarella sticks, this isn't half bad. No, it's not. But if you like mozzarella sticks, yeah, this might be your thing. I kind of like these, though. I'm, I don't like the price that they cost. 
Well, you're getting them imported. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get them at? Super H Mart, mm. which is where she got them from. I wonder if you might get them a couple bucks cheaper at the Beaufort Highway Farmer's Market. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. It'd have to be in one of the frozen sections, mm-hmm. and those kind of just smoosh everything together. Though, I will say they are very good. Both of them are very good. I think Marissa will like them, too. The breading holds on pretty well. Yeah. Better than... I mean, it, it it's basically very corn dog like mm-hmm. except it doesn't have that corn flavor that corn dog has. Mm-hmm. But More like breadcrumbs. Yeah, like panko. Mm-hmm. But uh, very impressed. And there's more of those in there than there was of the french fry one. There's only four french fries in that bag. And there's like six of these. Well, yeah. French fries. They could have put five in there at least. Though I don't know. They, they're very into the whole good luck, bad luck thing. So five might be have a negative connotation or something. Only for french fries. Only for french fries. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you think, man? They're not bad. They're... they're uh... They are the least exotic exotic food we've ever tried on this show. Yes. This tastes like something you might get here. You know? Yeah, this tastes like except, something you might have the, in like elementary school lunch lunch. Except for the fish sausage, you'd have it'd be a hot dog here. Yeah, right? it'd be a hot dog. Well, no, not necessarily. It could be chicken dog. It could be a fish sausage. Well, I can see chicken. I mean it matters where chicken, you're... pork or beef, but I don't typically do fish sausage too much. Especially given on the school kids. Well, no, no, not for a school kid, no. But I'm just saying in general, it, it, it uh, you never know. I mean, well, yes, you do because you're fine. But, I mean, you could get, you could probably get it in anything that you want. I mean, hell, you could make these yourself if you know how to make a good. If you make your own sausages and you know how to make a corn dog, fucking go for it. Give it a try. See if you can make one better than they did. I mean, they were. Those are pretty good. They were eight, nine bucks a bag. They weren't half bad. They were bad at all. No, so I, I, like I said I would, I would recommend getting some kind of dipping sauce to go with them. Uh, yeah, just to kick it up a notch. Thanks, Emerald. Hey, cheers. Get some of that Frank salt sauce stuff. You put that shit on everything. Well, you do. Huh? No, I don't put that on everything. I put tagine on everything. And and... You put tagine on the Franks. <laughs> this isn't hot enough. I gotta put tagine on it. Give me more of a citrus note. Though Come, coming in two weeks, Frank's citrus. Yeah. Frank's Citrus Blend. Frank's mashup with tagine and... Actually, no, I think there is a Frank's Citrus. It, there's a lemon or a lime. A lime something. Lime, chili lime hmm. by Frank's. Yeah, they're stealing our ideas before we even have them. That's weird. So, all right. I really like it. I'm probably going to buy them again if I find them at Beaver Howie Farmer's Market. But I can't guarantee that I'll find them there. So if I don't, then I'll have to go back to H Mart. But, but, yeah, but if it's a buck here and there... Yeah, I'm well, not, not worth a drive. No. If it's a, a buck, bucks. I'll buy them because I'm there. But I, if I want to get them multiple times, I'll go to Super H Mart because it's a lot closer. All right. So uh, two thumbs up for us. Uh, QK Pop. Hey, Chris. Hey. We're going to learn how to make Neil's mouthwash. Neil's mouthwash? Yeah. Didn't know he used it. Well, I mean, how close have you gotten to Neil's face? You can't get close to Neil's face. <laughs> See? Not without a lighthouse. <laughs> so, we're going to learn how to make magic mouthwash. You get a little baseball cat has a lighthouse mounted on top of it? Yeah. First. And then he just sit in his room all day going, Eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
Combine equal parts Benadryl and Maalox. You. <laughs> you can make your own simple magic mouthwash by mixing the liquid forms of Benadryl and aluminum or magnesium hydroxide. A taste sensation. <laughs> Minty. Uh, stir together equal amounts of each medication, for example, two tablespoons each. Benadryl is a... Like a lot. Well, well, no, this is for just a one-shot deal, probably. Quite literally. Okay. Benadryl is an anti-cholerogenic and antihistamine, which can help reduce inflammation and pain. Maalox coats the inside of your mouth and protects the sores as they heal. You can get them from pretty much anywhere. Swish the magic mouthwash once every four to six hours. Use a medicine cup or syringe to measure out one to two teaspoons. So uh, by the time the taste goes away, it's time to do it again. Yep. Oy. Uh Swish it around in your mouth to coat the sore spots, then spit it out. It won't hurt you if you accidentally swallow a little bit, but Benadryl might make you sleepy. It might make you throw up. You might also dab the mouthwash directly on any sore areas with a cotton swab. So hopefully on the other one and learn how to down your gag reflex. I irritate the sore further by rubbing it with a cotton swab. No, you dab it. You not rub it. Dab. Touch. Spoot. Yeah, touch. <laughs> Three, avoid eating or drinking for about 30 minutes after you use it. If you drink, eat or drink too soon, you'll wash away the protective coating and it won't be as effective. Let the mouthwash <laughs> sit in your mouth for at least half an hour first. Well, if you've gotten to this point that you're mixing up Benadryl and whatnot you're uh, probably pretty desperate anyway so fair enough or make a salt water rinse as a gentle and effective alternative studies show not that so magic mouthwash <laughs> not magic at all mouthwash studies show that salt water rinses are just as effective as at treating mouth sores as magic mouthwash and they're less likely to cause side effects why don't we start with this i don't know prescription magic mouthwash from apparently the stay safe health center 345 Main Avenue, Big City, 01234567. So, yeah, the same combination on my luggage. Only an idiot would have that combination on their luggage. Magic Mouthwash, number one. And like usual, you can't read the doctor's name. Well, that's how they know. Yeah, exactly. if, they, if they get a prescription with a legible signature on it, they throw it away immediately and call the police. But what if you're a doctor who can actually write legibly? I mean, they can write legibly. They don't write legibly. Fair enough. Ask your doctor about magic mouthwash if you have mouth sores. A prescription is the easiest way to get said mouthwash. If you have sores in your mouth, ask your doctor for a prescription that's tailored for your needs if they think it's right for you. You can pick it up from your local pharmacy and start using it right away. In the parking lot. Get the ingredients from your doctor to mix your own. Yeah. What are the ingredients? Weirdly enough, I'm about to tell you. In some cases, your doctor may give you special instructions to make your own magic mouthwash from the ingredients you can purchase separately. You might need a prescription for some of these ingredients, such as viscous lidocaine. That doesn't sound like a fun time. Sounds moist. Moist. Viscous lidocaine. For instance, your doctor might recommend mixing one to three part Maalox, your favorite thing, with one part viscous lidocaine. One advantage of mixing your own mouthwash is that it's usually less expensive than the pre-mixed prescription version. Okay, so I was following your instructions, but your handwriting's not great, so I mixed viscous lidocaine with X-lax. <laughs> so my throat's fine, now I can't stop pooping. 
Have you listened to Achieving Rally, the podcast? They tell you how to unplug your toilet. Oh, I haven't heard that one yet. I learned how yeah. to is it, is not it, gag. Is this dangerous, doctor? <laughs> well, you should come in and see me immediately. Who can do? <laughs> uh, I'll try. Probably not going to get very far, though. It's like the Billy. You know, little Billy comic where exactly. you can see everywhere he's been. Yeah. It's much the same process. Yeah. Probably the same reason. Smellier. Follow your doctor's dosing instructions and carefully. Depending on what's in the mouthwash, your doctor might have several different instructions on how to use it. In most cases, they'll probably just tell you to swish one or two teaspoons every four to six hours. You may need to swish the mouthwash for a certain amount of time, such as one or two minutes before spitting it out. Ask your doctor if you spit or swallow. Yeah. Is your doctor. In some cases, they may advise you to swallow to treat the ulcers in your throat or esophagus. Treat the underlying cause of your mouth just, sores. Just to see if you'll do it. Yeah. Sometimes magic mouthwash is used to treat symptoms of a larger condition. In these cases, it may not be enough to get rid of your mouth sores on its own. Talk to your physician about safely using other medications or treatments along with magic mouthwash. Safety precautions. Talk to your doctor if you notice side effects. Burning, tingling, diarrhea, nausea, and constipation are the most common side effects of magic mouthwash. Diarrhea and constipation? That's a hell of a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you okay in there no yeah i'm fine no i'm not <laughs> doctor i'm confused don't try to make a prescription strength mouthwash on your own magic mouthwash contain a variety of ingredients and not all doctors agree on what combination works best over my kitchen sink trying to make a prescription strength mouthwash no you should then you might be the next breaking bad Breaking Bad 2. Magical mouthwash. No, I just stop off at the store, grab me a bottle of Listerine and a bottle of Golden Grain, take them home, pour them together, and put them in another bottle, and I've got prescription strength mouthwash. Ask your doctor before giving mouthwash. Ooh, that burns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ask your doctor before giving magic mouthwash to kids. Some of the common... Here, Jimmy, ingredients. some magic mouthwash. <laughs> Some of the common ingredients in magic mouthwash, such as lidocaine, can be dangerous for small kids. Only give magic mouthwash to a child. Cho- cho- Only give magic mouthwash to a child if your doctor prescribes or says it's okay. Or doesn't like you very much. Or hates you, yeah. All right, so there you go. I've now told you how to suppress the gag reflex and make magic mouthwash. So you can just use all of it together and achieve nothing. Achieve reality. Hey! There you go. You can use all of it together and achieve reality. You're welcome. Look that up, you fucking wacko. Yeah, exactly. Alright, cue, uh, I don't know, Listerine music? All right, and there you have it. Another episode of the Team Reality, the podcast, done and done. I hope you really enjoyed that thing on uh, taking down your gag reflex. I am trying to find you the best and strangest wiki house that I can. Corn dogs were absolutely amazing. No, we didn't deep throat any of those, but they were really good. 
Honestly, if you're interested in finding those, go to your local Asian market and grab yourself a couple. You can do them in the microwave for like 50 seconds and then throw them in your air fryer for like five minutes. And boom, they come out super crunchy and super tasty. So yeah, there's that. And then, of course, the magic mouthwash, man. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something Neil would make. And Klaus would probably use, along with the gag reflex thing. All right, so for Christmas in parentheses and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, go grab yourself some of them Korean hot dogs. They're really damn good. All right, see you next week. there listeners larry here this is your first time listening then hey how's it going you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us i can help you find us some more you can find us by searching on spotify or podbean by typing in achieving reality in the search bar or you can go on facebook and type in achieving reality and find us that way thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show we love y'all Care, just I don't know why the thing didn't start. Maybe you just didn't push it hard enough. Yeah, I pushed it hard enough.